This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. At Robert Show, it's a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station at the usual time. We'll play part two of our conversation with Burt Ward from Batman. Plus, we'll welcome back Hank Garrett of Car 54. Where are you? We'd like to join us for that. In the meantime, we have enough time to play a bonus segment with Steve Beverly. Steve Beverly, game show historian. Steve, of course, was on early in the program to share a few thoughts on the career of Alex Trebek and the longevity of Jeopardy as we pick up the conversation. Years ago, Steve, I talked to a woman named Maxine Fabe, F-A-B-E. I forget the name of her book, but she wrote a book that discussed, among other things, her experience as a contestant on Jeopardy. And the one takeaway that that I always remember from talking to her was, and I think she was talking about the Fleming era versus the Trebek area. So I'll be interested to know if, if there's any difference between the two. But she said that when you and I and everyone listening to us think of Jeopardy, we think of, as you say, the serious mental exercise. I mean, it's very intense. You're laser focused on on delivering the answer as quickly as you can so that the game, so that the game keeps going. But apparently, according to Fabe, when they auditioned contestants, they did not look for them to act stoic. They looked for them to act out and set them apart from the crowd. And those that were able to set themselves apart from the crowd usually ended up as contestants. Do you know that to be true? And has that approach still been the same, like, say, in the uh, Trebek era? Well, I, I think what they, they put such an extraordinary amount of emphasis and still do on the testing part of it before you go on the show. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you can't score the equivalent that has been a standard, so that people can get on the show, you're not going to get on. I mean, you, you're not going to go in there and get 33 percent of the answers, uh, the questions to the answers. You're not going to get 33 percent and go on the show. Uh, they want somebody who's going to be competitive. The difference is, I think they're looking for for more people who have, uh, as opposed to, say, a show like uh, Wheel of Fortune or Pressure Luck, where you've got to have more energy about you. Uh, they're looking more for people who have the ability, particularly in those short burst interviews that they do or that they have done with Alex over the years and as they did with Art Fleming, people who are good communicators and also that have game-playing skills. It's the same with any game show, except it's, it's sometimes they're more personality-driven. But you, you still have to be able to play the game and play it well. Otherwise, you're not going to get on the show because the uh, contestant coordinators, are, they're pretty well under the gun. Yeah. They don't, the, the producers do not want to have three duds and, and three cold fishes delivered out there on the set they want people who are communicators and also that that have great gamesmanship and and they want people who are they want contestants who are great who are good communicators and 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 show great gamesmanship because they know the audience is expecting that so i at least i would imagine that's part of their process as they're as as they're selecting the next ken jennings 
you're not going to if if you had three stand-up comics as contestants on the show, yeah. it, it would it would distract from what is a tried and true format uh, immensely. But uh, what you have in in a case of of Jeopardy, it's it, you you particularly in having a broad base of knowledge. Now everybody's going to have a weak category, and I, I talked to Ken about that, and I talked to Brad Rutter. Everybody has a weak category, at least one that they're weaker on than others. The question is, how do you maneuver the game uh, any differently than anybody else? And and I, I always and I said this in in my tribute to Alex. I think that the game or the season, I, I think there was a warm up period with Alex that may have gone on for about two years until Jeopardy became a successful hit. Uh, in syndication, but I think where Alex finally, it became Alex's show as opposed to Alex tending art's show. Yeah. I think, I think that, that when it became Alex's show was in, in the, uh, 1986-87 season when a contestant named Chuck Forrest became the first one who successfully employed a strategy of hopscotching all over the board rather than symmetrically choosing questions in a single category going up and down. Uh, he might pick uh, foreign phrases for 600, and then he might pick uh, sports for 1,000 as the next one. Uh, of course, the dollar values were less then. Yes. But uh, I, I think because Alex suddenly had byplay with him because he recognized that Chuck was playing the game more unconventionally, than anybody else prior to it ever had done. And so it gave him a talking point there. And, and because of that, I think the audience began to warm up and accept Alex at that stage. Okay, this is his show. Art's not coming back. And then as the years went on, and by the time you got to the early 1990s, uh, pretty much you know, Art had been put back on the back burner. Steve Beverly is the host of Steve Beverly's TV Classic. Steve's tribute to Alex Trebek is available for viewing on demand at eplustv6.com. You can follow Steve Beverly on Twitter at MrTVClassics. You can follow Ruta Lee on Twitter at TheRutaLee. Ruta's website, RutaLee.com. For more information on The Thalians, go to TheThalians.org. more information on Burt Ward and General Giant's Rescue GeneralGiantsDogFood.com. That'll do it for our program this week, folks. Ed Robertson, Rafa Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grace, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. 
or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.